guys, and welcome to another episode of the Essex Ghost Hunters podcast. We are really lucky this week because we have what I think is the longest team member that has stayed with us this week joining us. Um, Sandra Arnold is joining us this week to talk about her experiences into the, the paranormal field. And if there is anybody out there that is counting our ums and our ahs and our ers and this, it's all down to you now to count away because I don't know if Sandra's going to um and ah just like I don't. Um, there's your um there for me. So, is I hope everyone is doing okay and keeping well in these funny times that we are all all suffering at the moment. Please be aware, guys, that you can feel free to email us or Facebook us, anything. We're always there to have a chat. Don't feel alone because no one should be alone in this situation. So now I'm going to quickly move on. Hello, Sandra. Are you there? Hello, I'm here. Hello, Sandra. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Right. I'm going to ask you a question, Sandra, and it's going to be quite simple. What got you into the paranormal? My first experience of paranormal was when I was very, very young. I was probably um, probably around seven. And it was when my grandma passed. Um, my grandma was a disabled lady and she was in a wheelchair um, for all of my life. I lived with my grandma um, and I had never ever seen her walk. And on the night of her funeral, I saw her walking from my bedroom into my mum's bedroom. And that was the very first time that I'd really seen spirit and felt spirit, knew that it was spirit. Whereas before other things had happened where as a young child, you think, don't really think about it. Um, maybe your imagination's playing around with you. But seeing my grandma actually walk was the very first time that I realised once somebody passes, all their pain and illnesses disappear hmm. yeah that's, it's actually it's a lovely little story to start off with there Sandra because I was actually going to sort of comment on that and I just think it was nice that you actually put it it, it is quite apt that you know the first time you saw your nan walk was in spirit and it does yeah. it, it gives you that sense of you know when we do cross over to the other world that you know we ain't going to be in pain or you know no more suffering which is, no, I think, is a really I nice thing. Yeah, I truly believe that. Uh, it's really lovely, Sandra. And then, so did you did you work on it from there, or? Not really. Um, that was the first time that I found out that my grandma was spiritual. When I spoke to my mum and said to mum, oh, mum, I saw grandma walking between our rooms last night, feeling a little bit, Mm, what's mum gonna say she then told me of my grandma's background now I was only seven so I didn't really understand too much um, and when my grandma was younger she was very spiritual she worked with uh, spirit board mediumship and I never really knew that until the day of her funeral oh so there is a see uh, this is guys who's listening to the podcast this is the first time I'm hearing this so <clears throat> This is a really nice story. That's so you have got a spiritual background then, Sandra? I have. I, I have, yes. Oh, that is really nice. Nice to hear that. So, so it's, it's when your mum when your mum told you that or you found out about that, did you work on it from there or did you sort of just 
No, I, I never worked on it really. Um, my next encounter with spirit was probably, I would, I would say a couple of years later. I just accepted spirit. I never looked into it any further. I just accepted there was something. I knew my grandma was okay. And, and as elder relatives passed, I knew they'd be okay. I would dream about something happening. Um, I would tell my mum that something or someone had passed before sometimes she even knew. Um, but being so young, I didn't, as again, I, I really didn't think much of it. I, I remember telling her one morning I'd had a dream that my brother's rabbit had passed away. Um, and mum went out to feed him and, and he died in his cage. Um, so that, that was quite, quite strange things happening then. Um, and also of relatives, I'd had um, a dream of a relative bringing me some flowers and we found out in those days we never had a telephone and um, we found out a little while later that she'd passed and the flowers that she'd bought me were her favorite flowers so it's what i'm sort of gauging from this this sort of conversation sandra is that your spiritual path actually contains quite a lot of premonitions do you feel that yeah um, I feel it does, um, but being that young, I didn't really understand what they were, um, and I just took it as somebody. I didn't accept that I had a, a spirit guide. I didn't know anything about spirit guides then, but looking back at it, I think it was my spirit guides that must have been telling me things and showing me things. But I was too young to realise what it was. No, I can, I can, I can understand that. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not too. Um, one thing I don't, I don't sort of have never really looked into is premonitions, but you know, it does feel that it is very strong within your spiritual, um, background. And I will, I will say, because you have texted me a few times over the last couple of years and you say, Russ, I've, I've seen this and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I think this is going to happen and that. So I've only sort of really just this second really put two and two together. Um, would yeah. you say that is sort of something that works within your spiritual? Would you say it's yeah. a strong, a strong part I, of your spiritual world? Um, I don't know if it's strong. It's part of it. Um, there have been times when, since I've, I've realised my spiritual journey, that something is, is going to be happening and I've spoken to somebody about something um, and then she'd ring me in the afternoon and say, have you heard the news? And it's what I told her was happening. It's not an everyday occurrence, but I think when something strong or important is going to be happening, then I'll get a sense of it. Right. So, no, this is all. I've always sort of had a feeling that you've sort of, you know, had the premonitions, but sort of now just listening to you sort of talking, you know, for the podcast. It, it's I think it's something that we sort of need to look at and work on with you Sandra yeah. um I think that is definitely something that we need to sort of look into you know okay. not only that I'm not saying me has to look into it but I would actually like sort of look into that and see if there is a working a working platform that you can work with spirit with your premonitions yeah does yeah. that sort of make sense yes yeah 
you know, this is this is all new to me, and it sort of, to be fair, it has thrown me a little bit on the podcast, guys. So you might have to bear with me because now my mind is ticking. It is like ticking, ticking, ticking. I can all I can hear now. It, like all I can get is questions that I keep wanting to ask you. But we'll stick to the story, guys, and we might come back to sort of this sort of scenario, sort of around the end of the uh, the podcast, guys. Okay, so Sandra. If, now, when you was so you was you was quite young then. Did you have a yeah. break from spirit, or have you sort of? Yeah, I, I I did. I had um, I had I saw a young boy, a Mexican boy, and I'll say he's Mexican because he was wearing a Mexican hat, and he used to come and stand at the bottom. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go anywhere, why did the Mexican push his wife off the cliff? Oh God. No, Tequila. Sorry, when you say Mexican, we always have to do the Mexican <laughs> joke. Sorry, Sandra. Carry on. Um, and he, I knew he wasn't. I never had a um, an, an, a friend, like a spiritual friend or a mysterious friend, whatever the guys, the kids call them these days. Um, but this boy used to appear every now and again. Um, and it was only it would only appear when I would be questioning myself at that age, if that makes sense. Um, as I say, it was after my grandma had passed, and I believe that she's probably brought him through to be answering the questions in the age-related period that we were in. So he would, if I had a query or a question he would be able to answer my question subconsciously. I don't know whether it was subconsciously, but if I was always struggling with something, he would be there to answer my questions. No, I, I understand that. I think spirit do work in our subconscious. I do think they, they're not, I don't, I don't feel that they're, they're really strong in our subconscious, but I think they can put little snippets in, into our brain or into our subconscious to make us make the right choices or give us the right answer that we want to hear. So it makes yeah. perfect sense to me, Sandra, because I, I believe that happens to myself as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then as, as I was growing up, um, my brother and I used to play with a spirit board. Um, very, very silly thing to do. Um, we had some very, I'll say positive, but um, positive is probably not the right word, but we had some very accurate answers come up on the board that we were playing. And it was, we were just young, playing silly things on the board. Um, and when they started, the, the things that we were asking them started to come true. I didn't want to know anymore. It was a little bit, didn't want to play with the spirit board anymore, which people that might know me now might find that a bit ironic. Um, <laughs> But I now I've now learned how to use the board correctly, what we should be doing with it and what we shouldn't be doing with it. Um, and then I, my dad passed away and my dad was a non-believer and I stepped away from spirit because he, I was, I was scared that he wouldn't come through and talk to me. So I didn't want to take that chance of being a non-believer as much as I believed in spirit. I was scared that if my dad didn't come through, would all of my years where I had believed in spirit been a waste? That's that. I, I can understand that, Sandra. I can understand that. Why, why you did that? I'm just gonna. I'd like to just go back to your your 
before we just carry on with these questionings, you you said about you know you was getting answers from the spirit boards, yeah. Yeah. Now you said they was coming true. Was these coming true in good ways or bad ways? Bad ways. Bad ways, yeah. Now yeah, I can I can give you the example that I will never forget. If if, if you're happy to do so, Sandra, that'd be great. But you don't yeah. have to if you don't want to. Uh, yeah, that's fine. We we were on the board. My brother is um, six years older than me, and we was on the board with some of his friends. One of his friends owned two greyhounds that he had in kennels indoors. They weren't racing. They were retired. Um, and the board come up and said, named one of them and said that the dog was going to die. And within two weeks, the other one would pass. And it told us, it was very specific and said, the first dog was going to get run over. Um, we didn't think that was going to be possible because the dog was in kennels in the garden, secured kennels within a secured garden. So we couldn't see any way that he would get run over. I can't remember how long after we were on that, but the dog got out of the kennels and got run over and died instantly. And within two weeks, the other dog died of a broken heart. Oh, bless. And I'll never, I'll never forget that. And after that time, I would never use the board again. No, I can understand that. I, I, I say there is wrongs and rights of using a spirit board. And perhaps um, we will do a session on the spirit board on another podcast in later times. And we'll have Sandra join us because Sandra is our queen of <laughs> spirit boards now because she's learned to do it properly. But perhaps we can have a session on that and talk about the set on that in a later in a later podcast, if that's okay with you, Sandra. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll move back to now where you was. You said you just spoke. You know, you you had a little break in spirit because you didn't feel that you didn't want to become a non-believer because of yeah. your dad's passing. So yeah. how long was your break, and how did you sort of pick it up back from there? Um, the break was probably about three years. Before my dad passed, I'd been to see um, mediums on one-to-one -one level and an audience with, so to speak. Um, but as soon as my dad passed, I didn't want to go and see anybody. I didn't want to do anything. And although I didn't feel I was individually connecting with spirit at that stage, um, I didn't want to go to a medium and my dad not come through and talk to me. So it took about three years three and a half years until I met Simon at work. We worked together. Um, and Simon used to tell me about the ghost hunts that you guys done. And he actually advertised one in our canteen. Um, and I decided, that's it, I'm going to go. So a friend and I, we plucked up the courage, bought our tickets and came on our first ghost hunt with the Essex Ghost Hunters. And where was that, Sandra? It was Cashy's Well, uh, and it was on the 16th of August, 2013. <laughs> the 16th of August, 2013, guys. What, so <laughs> we've been stuck with you since then, have we, Sandra? You have, I'm no, afraid. I, yes. <laughs> that is, I didn't mean it like that, Sandra. You know we love you. you know, I wouldn't be there without your cups of tea, do you know, and the queen... <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, if there was a an award ceremony for the paranormal world, you'd definitely be up there with the queen of tea making. So. <laughs> I right. don't know if that's a, that's a good one or a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> so can you just sort of give us your experience, you know, give us your experiences when you sort of joined us at Catch as well? Yeah, it was um, being the first ghost hunt I'd been on and told to meet you in a country lane. Um, <laughs> only, only knowing Simon briefly from work and not knowing any of the others, my friend and I was like, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Going to the forest to meet some strange people at this time of night. Um, <laughs> and when we eventually found you, uh, we had the most amazing time from the moment you guys were all friendly. The whole team that was with you then welcomed us, um, explained what was going to happen. Absolutely loved the time that we had. And from the moment of walking down the long path, we were interacting with spirit. You was telling us what we would be feeling. And when we told you what we was feeling, you was explaining what was happening to us. So the whole spiritual book opened again from that day onwards. Um, we met with and with other people in the group who hadn't been before. So we was pretty much all in the same boat. I remember um, Joe was with us that time and he'd taken some fluorescent tubes, necklaces. Yeah, and we got I remember the, them, the ones yeah. with the discos and all that. Um, and we got them moving. Well, we, you guys got them moving. Um, he interlinked them and we could actually see the bottom link moving round on its own and um, that was round by where the children were in cash as well we were touched pushed we could smell smells that we knew we shouldn't be smelling in the forest um it, it was just smell, what sort of smells are we, we're talking about sandra the smells We'd, were we we had um we had aftershave and that perfume. was that was at the logs so, you know, the, sorry it, it guys was. We, there's a certain area in Cash as well that we investigate and we call it the logged area. And there was a spirit there. I think it's this the one you're talking about that will give his yeah. off his, his aftershave. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a very distinctive aftershave, a very old aftershave. And I remember we came around sniffing you all to make sure you didn't have aftershave. <laughs> <laughs> Which you didn't. No, we just all smelled of BO that night. Well, pretty much. <laughs> Between that night. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every night because we're not, we try not to wear aftershave, like aftershave and deodorant because we want you to sort of, if there is a smell of, a smell that you don't know, you know, it's nice to know that it could possibly not be one of us. It's not to say we smell horrible, guys. Don't let that, that put you off. But um, no, carry on, Sandra. Sorry. And there was um, from literally smelling his old perf, his old aftershave. It went to smelling um, candy floss within an instant. Um, it was just amazing how they 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 changed instantly. Um, being on the ghost hunts as the team member now, I've had people say to me oh you're breaking vials to make the smells in the forest that you wouldn't normally smell which is absolutely fine I like it when people say what they think we're doing um I can honestly say there's no vials or anything like that being broken when we're out um another section I went to at Cash as well and um, we could smell burning flesh like somebody um somebody had burnt themselves and I know it was burning flesh because it wasn't long before then I'd had some treatment on my tooth and they'd had to burn my gum and it was that smell and it was disgusting. <laughs> so it was definitely burning flesh smell that, that we could smell. 
and that was all in cash as well. That was your first. All in, ca- all in cash as well. I, I won't say it was your first experience, but that was what would talk, let's call it um, your second coming or your, you know, your rebirth into spirit. Is that yeah. what you say that was? Yeah, I would. Yeah, definitely. So after that, Sandra, then what happened? You sort of, you know, I know you, you say we all know you're a member of the team now, but sort of away from the member of the team that must have sparked something with inside of you is that correct or yeah I was very very interested we came on a few more um events with you guys I even brought another friend of mine back to cash as well with you um before I was a team member um had fantastic experiences again with the um dousing rods and all sorts of emfs going off and things like that um but I knew that I wanted I wanted to do a little bit more. I wanted to find out a little bit more. And that's when I started. I joined a class with yourself, Russ. Yep. Um, yeah. For personal reasons, I could only stay in that class for a couple of weeks um, in Elm Park. Was it Elm Park? Yep. Um, I could only go a couple of weeks. And I remember, I remember sending a text to the teacher, Yvonne, um, and I was crying when I sent the text because I wanted to go back so much, but it just wasn't possible for me at that time. Um, uh, and then, sorry. No, no. I, I, I say I, I didn't know this, but you know, this is this is really good stuff, Sandra. Keep it going. Yep. Um, I then managed to be able to get my life back on track again, and went back to Yvonne. And I think that time we was at Fair Kites in uh, Romford yeah we did do we, we did a couple of we moved to a couple of places didn't we yeah and then we ended up at Britain's yeah that's it yeah um the people in the class were just so so welcoming I was very new hadn't done anything like this before um and it was really back to basics and I still get information Yvonne Blesser has passed um, and, but she still comes through and tells me quite a lot, as you know, Russ. Yeah. Um, and she's, I do believe she's with me all the time saying, go back to basics. And I know a lot of the time and the last podcast was about the chakras and the auras. I do feel that she's one that's also telling me, you've got to get yourself straight and in place again. Um, it, it's, it's been, it was really, the, the classes were absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant they taught me a lot the meditation was absolutely fantastic because I'd never actually done meditation on my own um so to do it in a group was brilliant everybody doing it at the same time was absolutely fantastic um the courses that she ran were brilliant and also the, the people that done it afterwards absolutely fantastic I learned how to find my guides for different things um how to use the tarot cards all sorts of things and being able to learn them and then to put them into practice when we go on the events is amazing yeah no it is it was it's a you know it, it, i cut you know the the class is the class and yvonne is very close to my heart um i know that we've you know we've all spoke about it we're, we're trying to reform classes and it would be very much based on how we we went we we learned the classes um how that's how i want i'd like to see them run do you know what I mean? because as much as what how much we learn we learn it in a 
I would say, an unorthodox manner. Yeah. Um, yeah. We was, you know, we was always laughing, joking, mucking around. But there was but also... We a, so much. Yes, we did. And I think that was... I do think that was how we learned so much is because we took it all in. If I think sometimes if you teach too much, it doesn't stay in. Yeah. But because we was, I would say it was very random in, you know, we, you know, even Yvonne, you know, tried to stick to sending a text message out every week, what we're going to do by the end of the lesson, it was always something else. Yeah. We'd, we'd, yeah. We'd sort of just wiggled our way through it. And she was brilliant because, uh, to be fair, as she controlled us, so I don't know, but <laughs> she got us all to an absolute fantastic standard of, of mediumship. And, you know, I've, I say you've always spoken to her for me, which yes. is, you know, my link to Yvonne, which is fantastic. And I do think that she is around every single one of her fledglings, as you say. Yeah. Yep. So did that and sort of when that was your was that would you say that was not I won't say it's your final piece of the puzzle because none of our puzzles are finished, but it was a good step getting you Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Um that was the biggest step um to get back into into my spirit journey. Um and since since leaving the classes, you and Simon have been my mentors and that's my next biggest step was everything that you've taught me um and when I go wrong and you tell me when I've gone wrong I I, I appreciate that and it, it is it's very it's very hard to get everything right when you're on the, the events um but it's we impossible. do our best it's impossible. we do our best it's impossible so the, you know when we it's when we're on the events, sometimes it's it's a little bit different to, you know, when we're working outside of events. Yes. It's, you know, we it's sort of to me it's sort of two different side of things. They even though they interlink, but the the, the connection to spirit is still the same. Yeah. So no, yeah. I can I can understand I can understand everything that you've said. That was absolutely brilliant. Um, okay. Is that all you want to say, Sandra? Is there any more? Um, there's no more at the moment. Just thank you for being my mentor and being there for when we when you're needed by not just myself but the whole team. But you are the team, so it works in exactly the same way back to you, Mrs. A. You know that. Um, I just want one question that, as you know, I said I wouldn't. You know, I was going to come back to it. I just would like to ask one question because it's something that has only just clicked in my head. Is the premonition side of things? Yeah. Yeah. So do you, have you ever used your, have you ever had a premonition about any of our events or any spirit that is going to be there with you in a dream or a premonition? And has it come to light? Um, any of our events? Or investigations. Um, I'll say investigations, events that you've had this, you know, I don't know how you receive your premonitions, if you dream or what. And if, if, has anything come come to light? There's... There has been a time when um, I've never been scared on an event because I know I'm in the best possible company and if anything went wrong, it would be dealt with appropriately. Um, I've had my guides tell me, be aware of things. I know other 
team members, their guides are telling them all the time, yes, no, don't do this, don't do that. Um, my my guides have, you know what I'm like, Russ, if you say don't go into that woods, you know I want to go in there. But that's, so, like, all, that's like all of us. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the only time I think that I haven't gone somewhere is when we was at Amherst, when we was given the privilege of the the other side of Hammers. Yes, yeah. Um, and something was telling me not to go into the little tiny room. We we went in there first of all. Was that the um, one through the hole in the wall? We had yes. to climb, right? Yeah. Yeah. And somebody was telling me not to go in there. Um, and they was telling me that that they didn't show me or tell me what it was. They just said that I wouldn't like it in there. Um, nothing, nothing. I don't think would have spiritually harmed me but afterwards we found out there was a lot of spiders in there and I don't like spiders <laughs> so to me that was a little bit of premonition um but as in the other finding anything out on the events not really but to be fair I don't really I don't like to ask too much about the events or where we're no, going. I'm and just, we go. No, I'm the same. I was just more wondering if you'd had a, you know, like a, a foreseen anything or like you've, you've sat there and dozed off and said, oh, there's, you know, you've dreamt about um, a soldier and you don't know where you're going to meet this, but all of a sudden you see this tunnel and all of a sudden you go to Fort, you know, Harridge Fort and there's a soldier there. That's just an example, but along yeah. them sort of lines. I was just wondering, it wasn't, you know, it's just more curiosity more than anything. No, I've had feelings where I feel like I've been to the place before. Like a deja um, vu? Yeah. I've had that at Oxford Castle. I've got that at Oxford Castle. Um, when we was driving up to the castle, I had the feeling that I'd been there before, but that was all really, nothing, nothing else. So, and would you now say that you're sort of, I say, we never, we never, we never fill our, fulfill our spiritual journey on our earth plane, but would you say you are at the point you'd like to be at this present time? Um, I am, I'm where I want to be at the moment, but I am so open to learning new things as well. I'm happy with where I am. But I see there's a lot more to learn and a lot more time and effort is going into it to learn it. No, that, uh, it's, and I think, you know, everybody that is working within the spiritual realm at the moment should be using this time of, you know, that we have to be learned, you know, not learning, but using it to progress you know, in looking yeah. into new tech, like new methods or researching things. I've been doing a different form of meditation over the last couple of days just yeah. to see, you know, if that benefits me, I've come to the point it doesn't. Um, <laughs> but it's something that I could teach someone who I've now, I have now had this secondary way of meditation. Okay. It's not for me, but it could be for someone who the, needs it so i've just been looking at you know different things and more in depth and anything that i've had to sort of look at over the last couple of years i've used this time to really get involved so i think in the, my message to really everyone at the moment is just use this time to do all the bits that you need to do you know that doesn't necessarily have to be spiritual i think there's a lot of painting and decorating probably going in a lot of people's <laughs> houses at the moment um <laughs> But I'd like to say thank you, Mrs. A, for joining us. 
Thank you. Um, thank you guys once again for listening to the Essex Ghost Hunters podcast. Once again, if you would like to go over to the website and see all our events that we hopefully will be getting to around some this year, go over to www.essexghosthunters.co.uk. If you would like to contact us, you can contact us on info at essexghosthunters.co.uk. And we are on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So if you want to contact us, one of us will pick it up at some point. Um, I look forward to all the reviews and the feedback from this, and I will see you next week. And once again, thank you, Mrs. Arnie. Thank you. See you later. Bye. <laughs>